0: everyone to sleep. It's, it's okay. Listen, this is this is where we're at right now. This is Stranger Things. This is Twilight Zone. Today's show is just gonna be one of those doozies, man. We can't come in too excited. You know, Plies can't bring us in. Snoop Dogg can't bring us in. Stranger Things. I
1: feel man. like we're mourning the loss of someone.
0: <laughs> we are mourning the loss of common sense. Not even common sense. Mourning the loss of Kanye yeah. sense. <laughs> Kanye West. Kanye West. R.I.P. See you it's later, official. bro. It's official. It's official. You, are,
1: you have gone to the...
0: Uh Sunken Place? The Sunken Place. <laughs> you are officially the a Upside card- Down. <laughs> you are a card-carrying member of The Upside Down. You are there with the Demogorgon living your life. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dan Duncan. This is Don't Do That, Bro. Welcome. Welcome to this, this episode where we try to offer the, the grandest of clubs. What's a, what's a brand that, that stands out in your mind when you think of golf clubs? Titleist. Titleist. We're giving the Titleists of, of clubs... To Kanye West and some other the characters. tiger the Tiger Woods of clubs. Yeah, when that's they made those. That, that's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the nine irons of nine irons that we're that's doing right. today. Um For those of you that don't know, don't do that, bro. As a podcast about men doing better, we are here
1: to help dudes win. And honestly. Caddy the Kanye
0: West of the world. Yes, yes. And there's more than I realized. Clearly, there's Unfortunately, more than I Yes.
1: We have a fun episode today. We do,
0: we do. It's always life.
1: We're, we're, we're gonna dig into the most Kanye Kanye things of yeah. all time. Yeah. And then we're gonna talk
0: about dudes and diets. Yes. Let me before I forget, because I will forget because it's it's going down in here. Chris Brown got at Kanye. You know it's bad when Chris Brown is like, yo. You know what I'm saying? We need to deal with this. <laughs> Real quick,
1: before we do dive in, though, uh, I have one bone to pick. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, because we have money ladies that listen to our show yes, that yes. try to get that, that inside scoop mm-hmm. uh, on their men mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what makes them tick, and we welcome you with open arms. This is what we need you guys to do. We have not had a review For Mm. one whole year on iTunes. Yeah. That's on us. It is. We haven't been pushing it. Yeah. We haven't really asked that of our listeners, Mm -hmm. but we are asking now because we are in a race with 4th and 10, and we have a lot of catching up to do. We do.
0: Like, foot speed. We're lacking right now.
1: We need you to share this podcast, and we need you to rate us. Take two minutes. Rate us on iTunes. And once we get to 50 reviews, I think we're at like 18 right now. Yeah. We are going to launch our Patreon, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, you can get your Don't Do That Bro golf ball.
0: I like it. But we need 50 reviews we before need, we get there. We can't, even, we can't even begin the game. We can't even give out balls. We want y'all to hold these balls. We want you to have them in your hands. We want you
1: to have yeah. the Don't Do That Bro yeah. set of balls. Set of,
0: I mean, real life. You know what I'm saying? Right? They're
1: collector's edition. That's it. Numbered. Numbered. One of perfectly one. Perfectly
0: sized. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rounded to perfection. You know what I'm saying? This is it. Dimples and all. A, once in a lifetime opportunity. These golf balls will not look like Thanos' chin. I promise you that. There you go. Yep. There you go. Uh, all right, John. So what are what are we
1: talking about today? And
0: uh, who are we caddying first off? Yeah, today we're talking about opioids. We're talking about dieting. We're talking about man bathroom selfies. And we're talking about Kanye West. Um, you know, usually we try to, sh- you know, shotgun scatter and just have like all of these things happening, but he's just giving us fuel for this whole conversation with multiple parts coming from this foolishness, this Kanye-ness that's happening, that's happened this past week. It's amazing.
1: It's yeah. amazing. We're going to dive into who's your caddy in one second. All right, guys. So let me play for you. Mm-hmm. If, in case you've been under a rock, Kanye West
0: little rant about free thought free thought and slavery and slavery so before you do that one thing i want people to keep in mind there is a point that people are making now about free thought free thought in america saying that people are so hypersensitive and so caught up in their emotions that people can't say things and Think freely and express those opinions without it being controversial. You think of a college classroom, people have disagreements, you can have a sure. conversation, blah, 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 right? Fourth
1: District exists for this very for purpose. This, for that very
0: reason. This is not what we're talking about. <laughs> great clarity.
2: I don't think people necessarily understand what happened last week with the great Ameri- uh, yeah, Make the America, America Great America. Again hat. What are you trying to do with the message you're sending? Well, it was really just my subconscious... It was a feeling I had, you know, like people were taught how to think, we're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they (laughs) don't really want us to feel free. And uh, I felt a freedom, and first of all, just doing something that everybody tells you not to do. I just love Trump that's my boy like uh, you know it's like so many rappers you look at a video of Snoop Dogg loving Trump but then he get in the office and I don't love him like Trump is one of rap's favorite people right but but we we talk about (laughs) this that before he was elected president people in hip-hop they it was it was an in thing to put Donald Trump in your rhyme somewhere and by the way I am in hip-hop but I'm not just in hip-hop I'm A black person, a black community, but I'm not just that. I feel like one thing is people try to minimize me to artists, hip hop, uh, black community. Yeah, I'm always gonna represent that, but I also represent the world. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, you represent the world. (laughs) Like, you was there for 400 years, and it's all of y'all. You know, like, it's like we're we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes di- too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, holocaust. Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race. Blacks and whites being one race. How do you feel about that? Uh, that we're, one, we're, we're the human race. Do you feel that I'm feeling... Do, do you feel that I'm being free and I'm thinking free? I, I actually... I actually don't think you're thinking anything. Praise the Lord
1: for this. Man. I think right. what you're doing right Praise, now is actually the absolute father above. He needs a raise. To father above, and The reason why I race. feel like
2: that <laughs> is because,
1: Kanye, think you're, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever
2: you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the
1: rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal
2: with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed, I'm appalled, and, brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. Dang.
1: Dang. Took that man to task,
0: bro. Why? Where are we starting with this, bro?
1: <laughs> this is where I keep my mouth shut, <laughs> and I let you talk for a myriad of reasons. <laughs> you no. should be the first
0: one to speak. All right, I'm gonna be the first one, to do. are you not gonna hang me out to drive by myself. In this oh no, situation? don't worry, I'll come
1: up. Thank you. I kindly. got your back. Thank you. Kindly. But all right, as the, the white uh, man in this room, you know, I'm gonna was- let the <laughs> I'm gonna let the African American man that there's the the, the, the this would this to me i would assume just is so full of charged statements it's Mm. literally against everything that you stand for
0: i mean so let's think so as a person not as a a, 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 as someone that represents the human race i I represent the whole world you know what i'm saying i represent everybody that statement you know what i'm saying so okay i'm trying to put my big boy hat on right so i think that so we have the comment about um, Slavery being a choice We have the comment about Trump as this dude And rep, rapper has been represented for Trump We had the comment about Free thinking We have the comment about there's, there's a lot of places to go I think the I can't say bottom line Because I don't want to surmise this Because we need to talk about it But we have to understand That when people get money Things that made sense Before they got money No longer make sense And what I mean by that is there is no way that anyone who listened to college dropout or any you know first two albums kanye would have thought that this dude would be this guy that he is right now right the preface of saying money changes these things is the fact that people would say jay-z first comes out, he's talking about dope, he's talking about women, he's talking about this and that and other things, and then his new album where he's fifty, fifty five, sixty years old, AARP member, and then he's saying I shouldn't cheated on my wife. I should've I should, you know, save my money. I should invest in this and that. So you see the the change that happens as you get a little older and get a little wiser. So with the money situation with Kanye, because he's not getting older and wiser, it doesn't seem, is that he's in circles, potentially maybe because of Kardashians or something else that has allowed him to get to a mental place that doesn't make sense or resonate with fans of his past tense um, or people like you and I that are of a common ilk that just don't understand what he's doing or saying. So, you know, so I'm just laying a groundwork of, yeah, we're going to, I think this gets tabled in a conversation of his rise and ascension of fame and fortune has allowed for some space of mental health to go awry for him. So I'm trying to be political and give him a pass and say there is a psychological problem that is existing for Kanye West right now that is be- beyond my comprehension, right? But there is the fact that he said what he said. So right. now this is where we go in. <laughs> you, must, you must be responsible for the things you say. For the regardless you of, say.
1: Regardless of whatever outside influences. Yes, yes.
0: Are being had yes. on you? I was or just, drugs you are I, taking. I was throwing it out there to be polite to those that want to see some some level if of balance. If you are
1: Shobarak or anyone else rocking with Kanye West, yeah. like it is time to hop off the bandwagon yeah. and let this man burn himself.
0: Yeah, live his life. So let's let's peek in the eyes of a guy that says I love Trump. That's my boy, right? Okay, cool. It's a lot of people that say that, right? It's a lot of people that feel that way. Right, 51% sure. of the population, according to the votes, if they were accurate, felt that way. Or 50 point... Well, I don't know, 49 point... I mean, it's it's over 50%, right? Because right. he won by a small margin, right? right? So there are a lot of people that say, that's my boy. I think it becomes problematic when there's other elements that are added to the conversation, such as slavery was a choice, such as whatever else you want right. to after that. Because
1: I could actually by this to some extent mm-hmm. like hey i've known donald trump mm-hmm. for 10 15 years right. he's been nothing but good to me mm-hmm. and my family i disagree with some of the stances he takes yeah. Yeah. but and that would be people that, like that are part of the fourth family like mm-hmm. things that are said are not always agreed upon right. that doesn't mean we're not family we're not boys we're right. not brothers sisters like yep. we are here together yep we are free thinkers here and so we do disagree often Yeah. And I think the do that, bro, is, like, you should have people that think differently, that people would say, you rock with that person? Like, yeah, I rock with that person. I disagree with a lot that they say, but, like, we're trying to, you know, create a conversation here. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: With that being said, the reasons that he said he, Donald Trump is his boy, that he, by some means of being referenced in hip-hop as a cultural icon, he's Mm -hmm. a cultural icon because he's a misogynist, (laughs) and he's a cultural icon because he seemed to make... Billions of dollars yet. He probably does not have that much right, money. Right. That is actually liquid. Yeah He has a lot of money tied up in real estate and whatever but to actually liquidate those things would in- incur taxes and yeah. all these other things that he actually couldn't afford to right, pay right. the bill, right? So he's actually probably way less financially successful so that the whole like illusion of Donald Trump as yeah. a someone to put in rap songs is unbelievably false only
0: line i can remember in 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 like in the last five years was ray strummer and they had a line i'm up like donald trump up like trump and then they said lit like a bick and then they say some other stuff It's just like bro it's just it's just an easy pull not that they're partners and they love donald trump right
1: and do you rock with kanye being kind of the like the antagonist here do you feel like he's playing a role and he's just like, "All right, I'm going to play this character and I'm just going to see it out and I'm going to like I'm going to be the the person everyone hates so that there's this like positive so you, catalyst so you, to conversation." Let me mm-hmm, uh, let me mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. like do you think that's a possibility or do you think this dude is literally off his rocker?
0: No, I mean, have you seen Jack Sparrow? Sure. Have you you've seen the caricature that Johnny Depp plays of this guy? I feel like the characters that Johnny Depp plays probably give you some insight on who he is. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, you know, we can start with Edward Scissorhands. We can start with, you know what I'm saying? He like, ca-
1: he's able to tap into the
0: the mindset of those characters yeah, very easily. Yeah, right. And they're they're not all the same, but they're very similar ish. You yeah, know what I'm totally, saying? Totally. So because he's a trained thespian, I may not go as deep and be like, "Oh, that must be him." But I would say there's something in that. You know what I'm saying? That allows him to be that guy, right? Then you hear about him being sued by, you know, bodyguards and ex girlfriends and blah 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 for the drugs and the rock and roll and the, and the random. It's like, oh, okay, he might do a lot of drugs, and it might be very easy for him to play Jack Sparrow, who's like loose and goose and drunk all the time, right? right. So I'm I'm liking that to say Kanye West right now. He's not a trained thespian, and he's not playing a role to get to to make a, a franchise in film. I think this dude one because of his mother dying and him cracking there, him being addicted to drugs. We'll talk about later. Him cracking there, and then him really being on some Kardashian shenanigans, and you know which which is all of them acts uh I don't well I mean I don't want uh, James Harden escaped. I think he got out of there with Chloe's situation, but we see what happened to Trishan Thompson. Well, he's he's coming out of a shell getting some run now, but we see what happened to your boy uh I can't think of his name Lakers. right now. Lamar Odom, yep. you know what I'm saying? So there's 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 a, a, a unhealthy mix of things that have happened to them where I really feel like that's why it led with the money situation because he's in some place where to the fact that in this interview he mentions black on black crime and mentions the fact that like a popular thing that Antagonist of of BLM and different things like to mention, bro. He says that there's people seven hundred people a year or whatever getting killed in Chicago and nobody's protesting. That's not true. Like he's saying that nobody cares and we only want to talk about when some black kid gets killed by the police or whatever. Case that's not true. There are people actively working hard in Chicago to fight this thing that is almost impossible to fight when they're not the ones bringing in the drugs, yeah, I and f- the guns. And I, the-
1: I feel like he's like, wait, I'm the only black person that watch watches Fox News, so I can like just regurgitate some of these things that yeah. are thrown out and I can be this like this free thinker this mm-hmm. person that's uh, ascended past yeah. my race yeah. and my viewpoints and I can see things more clearly from yeah. this uh,
0: ascended level and yeah. it's like nah not when you're spewing the same things of the resources that or the sources that you're looking reading and right. looking at uh right. listening to you know what I'm saying so I think that's the problematic nature of the confusion that is Kanye West right when you believe you've ascended when you believe you're You've awakened your subconsciousness, like this dude says, i.e. the fact that you can't... Like, bro, subconscious is subconscious. Like, you may tap into things. That's where a guy like me comes in and we sit in session. We figure out, hey, this is the stuff that's underlying the surface. But to say I've tapped in my subconsciousness, you know what I'm saying? And that's what allows me to think on a higher plane. I'm like, bro, if this is your subconsciousness, you're repeating Fox News. Like, how is this subconsciousness? Well,
1: and and subconsciousness is more animal-like than your conscious. Right, 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 right. Actual enlightened thinkers, just so everyone's clear, would say, like, your subconscious is not where you will become enlightened. Right, right. You're in, like, enlightenment in the in the sense of, like, the French enlightenment mm-hmm. is you find people with different sets of point of views and, like, you debate until there's real truth that's mm-hmm. found and you collectively ascend to this kind of, like... Voltaire level of like consciousness right right of what drives us what and you you get past your subconscious mm-hmm. you get past what drives you to do things
0: so I think it's very interesting that he's
1: tapping into his subconscious
0: this is what happens when people feel like they're smarter than they are so you may have a family member an uncle or somebody's like you know they or a friend that says stuff you like yo man you really think you're spitting knowledge right now. So there's a character, a character on Old School um, in Living Color. He was a, a, a prison inmate. And a running joke in black community is you got your uncle that go to prison, start kicking it with the Nation of Islam, and this dude start using big words. And he'd be saying, like, the defecation of my emancipation happened when the pre-incarnation of, you know I mean? They're just saying big words. It's like, bro, I feel like that's where Kanye is right now. He's just saying stuff either because of the drugs or he really feels like he's mentally ascended, but he's not smart. I think for some some reason, the things that he did on his first two albums and the stuff that he was saying, it was like so, I would say revolutionary, but it was like, dang, bro, this is stuff people aren't saying. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and even like, if you think of you know just putting you know just putting stuff out there, it's like wow, this is pretty you know what I'm saying interesting. I feel like he is like the people that love J. Cole and mess with J. Cole before this new album because I actually like this new album and I loved. I didn't like any of his previous stuff. I like singles here and there. Yeah, um, not a whole album it was like they want J. Cole to be so deep and he he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like bro, like he he would have some punchlines here and there, but he was not Kendrick by any means. Right. I feel like this album now. He's trying to approach that, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And I'm like, bro, okay, I dig that. So the thing with Kanye is like, yo, maybe he was just on some level when he first came. Out. I was like, yo, this is a breath of fresh air. But maybe he just wasn't as brilliant and smart as we thought he was. He makes good music, makes music ahead of its time, potentially. Um, because of who he is, he can sell you, you know, tatted clothes and or tattered clothes. And you feel like, oh, wow, I look like a bum, but I, f- I feel like I'm rich. You know what I'm saying? Because it costs a lot of money. But maybe we just gave him too much credit without allowing his track record kind of lay out before us. Or it's just the drugs and Kardashians. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he was smart and he just lost his way or something. So let me be
1: clear. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're free from financial burden, it yeah. actually does allow you to think differently. It does, yeah. I think financially providing for ourselves is this survival instinct of you will go with the flow mm-hmm. in, in order to like provide for those you care about mm-hmm. and yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like the, the sense of patronage. Like I've actually like had a lot of conversations about this, that we should bring patronage back to some extent Mm -hmm. and like empower a group of thinkers Mm -hmm. to not worry about financially providing for themselves, Mm -hmm. but to think and dive into like what it means to be human and to care for people and, to separate them from like the everyday need to grind. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about this in the sense of religion and the church. I'm just talking about a group of thinkers mm-hmm. who like literally they love to just pontificate yeah. and articulate what it is to be human and help other people understand.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good old fashioned, um, uh, not sociological thought, but, um, uh, what is it? Philosophy, right? Yeah. To some extent, right? And then sure. the philosophy becomes, it becomes more than that. Right. I think that the people that I've heard that's trying to defend Kanye is saying that he has great thought and idea, but he's not articulating it well in the situation. Bro, you can't get blood from a turnip. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude is saying what he's saying either not thinking clearly or thinking too fast or speaking before he's thinking. And this is the core of what, I mean, bro, what, what I th- I'm thinking, this is the core of what it is. It's not a situation where he was in a situation where like he was just forced to think too fast and it's five versus one. And he's bro, he's probably thought these thoughts before. I don't think he, this stuff was just coming to him on the spot. And what pisses me off is
1: you have this dude one. So the, the don't do that, bro is don't mm-hmm. get married to a crazy family because yeah. it makes you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can agree. That's the, that's the life caddy mm-hmm. for our, like our 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 fans out there listening yes. right now. What are you telling me? Um the second thing I, that pisses me off we have ha- we have thinkers today, Tony C. Coates being one of them, mm-hmm. who has d- done an incredible job of articulating mm-hmm. one what post slavery civil war what reparations would have meant mm-hmm. and why today we're in the state of things that we are, mm-hmm. helping people like me understand the mentality of not owning your own body and what that does to you. I'm going to slap fire out
0: of him for ruining Black Panther, but go ahead. I like this other stuff.
1: But he he articulates things in a way that does help people who haven't understood or never lived the life of a subjugated people to understand how the – line of slavery still exists today Mm -hmm. and it doesn't exist in people being owned by other people but it exists in feeling like you don't own your body and that other people do Mm -hmm. and so in that fear that takes place and that survival instinct that there's incredible resources and other people in those circles that are helping to actually articulate why we are in the racial place we are today Mm -hmm. and why donald trump is president Kanye West isn't one of them. Nope. And he hasn't earned the right by any means for, to be there. Mm -hmm. He hasn't written a dissertation that like helps people understand at a deep level, what it is to be in this place or, or this free thinking like mentality that he is like toting as freedom. In reality, I think the guy said it best.
0: Like you're just actually not thinking. Yeah. I, I don't think you're thinking, you know what I mean? And the thing is, is it's, Again, giving somebody too much credit before their their life rolls out in front of you. It's almost like the Bible talks about not letting a novice be a leader in the church. Yeah. Right. Hey, this guy just became a Christian three weeks ago. He doesn't need to be a pastor. You know what I'm saying? So this thing, again, he came out the gate fired. Oh, man, this stuff. He said, oh, college. Driver, oh, oh, man, this stuff. Oh, I need this in my life. And then as he continues with the houseways and then this and that, and the blah, 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 and marrying Kim Kardashian, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, the dude defends his marriage of Kim Kardashian the same by I beat, college, I beat athletes. Like, I'm more of a G than athletes. Like, he really is proud of the fact that he, he beat out Ray J. Now, beat out is the word I'm using subjectively. He, she chose him to marry and have baby with over Ray J, Reggie Bush, Chris Humphreys. Uh, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my mind. I don't give her that much attention. But these are the guys you're like, yo. I was able to give her something that these guys couldn't give, and she married me. She married Chris too, but she's keeping, she's having babies by me. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't, this isn't the pinnacle of womanness. No shade to Kim Kardashian, but when it comes to somebody fronting or uh, flossing, like yo, this is my prize. I mean, that's your bride, bro. That's your bride. You love her, have your babies with her, whatever the case may be. But this gives us insight into the decisions he makes, the choice that he makes, the line of thinking that he's thinking. Again, when he comes to his music and says, hey, I'm winning right now because she chose me over these athletes. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, we're getting a full idea of who this guy is now that because we as people in the United States of America and worldwide see these stars and these athletes and these entertainers as gods, right? And so when they speak and say things like, oh, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard, only to come and find out, oh. Yeah, this dude might not have been that guy. And he might not be that guy. Again, whether it's drugs and alcohol or whatever he's got or the cardiac effect. But the bottom line is I think we're getting who, the totality of who this dude is. Right? If he sobers up for 24 months, would he still say the same things? I'm not 100% sure. Maybe he would. And if he would, then it's not free thinking. It's not I've tapped into my subconscious. It's like, yo, this dude is stupid. You know it what I'm really, saying? Is That's that. stupidity. Like, it. It, it, it is stupidity
1: wrapped in exactly what you said, long form vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just, it, he's saying really dumb things eloquently in some form or fashion.
0: What this reminds me of is Le- LeBron James writing the narrative now that he feels like he is free from the pressure that the press puts on him and fans put on him. And now he can be himself, right? So this is what I like to run down to people. When LeBron James came in the league, humble, happy to do what he does, da-da-da-da-da, gets to Miami, starts losing championships after he claims he's going to get not, not one, not two, not three, not four, whatever that speech was. The first time I realized LeBron wasn't that dude is when he didn't want to give people handshakes after taking L's, right? Doesn't win a series, didn't win the championship, I'm going straight to the locker room, I got time for people. He gets in the interview and says, I forget what it was. I forget one of the Miami losses. He says, hey, somebody asked him a question. He says, you know what? This time tomorrow I'll be on an island and you all will be returning to your miserable lives. Right? This is what he says. Right? right? Then he starts winning championships and blah, 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 blah. Now he wants to shake everybody's hand. Now he's staying afterwards. Now he's dabbing everybody up, showing people love. What happens is to me in that transformation where I really never rocked with the dude is that man. Now he's at a place where He's like, you know what? Let me not be moved and motivated by the whims of others. So he says to the world, I am the greatest basketball player in the world. And now that's a narrative. Before he said that himself, nobody was saying he was the greatest basketball player in the world. Like that was, I mean, outside of like diehard fans, right? Follow me. Right. Then he gives a narrative of what an MVP should be like. Well, if we're looking at what an MVP is, and that's when everybody was trying to give Steph Curry the same face, I think was it might have been the second the second time he got. I don't remember if it was the first year or the second year, because LeBron James said he was the MVP, and Steph shouldn't have been the MVP, based on the criteria that he made up, right? You follow me so yep, far? Yep, totally. Um, he's creating his own narrative. He's creating his own narrative, right? And so now the thing is, people keep asking him about legacy, keep asking him about you know going to the finals nine years in a row, and he's like, I already told y'all all right, my legacy can't be tarnished. My boy. So he's coming, he's at this standoffish attitude where it's like certain questions and certain things that aren't pats on the back. He has a canned, cold, calculated, I'm gonna spin this to what I want it to be, right? In contrast to Kanye, it's, he feels as if he has ascended to some place where the thoughts and the things that he's saying is free, that he's right, that he's rocking with a dude that loves him back, that's not just using him as a political tool and a meme to see that Kanye gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you can't see that you're a pawn, when you can't see that you're a puppet, when you can't see that the things that you're doing and saying are harmful to the greater good and you're not winning, you're in a sunken place, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like this narrative that he may be trying to write and create and say is not working for him. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like I do.
1: I just Let me play devil's advocate yeah. for two seconds. Because I think what you said is super interesting, but I just want to test it. Do you think that that's actually a form of black empowerment that, in fact— LeBron, more specifically, mm-hmm. can create his own narrative about what he
0: his motivations are. I think that it's if it doesn't start from a place of low self esteem, or if it doesn't start from a place of—I don't know—LeBron personally, so I'm, I'm making some wide assumptions or whatever, just on my, seeing him progress and right. putting on my from psychological hat, guy. right? Yeah. yeah, public eye is that he was so sensitive about things like he's just now being able to make fun of him not having hair and his hair not growing right that he, if that was the case He wouldn't have If he was feeling this way truly He wouldn't have went to All the extreme measures From the hair plugs To this and that The things that he was To getting the wide headband So it didn't seem that, that His forehead was getting Longer and longer right He wouldn't have done those things He'd have just went Bald and rocked with it right Right But you can tell a person's Sensitivities by the things That they do to mask Those sensitivities Sure So I think that yes Maybe LeBron is in a mature place Where he's like yo I am going to put out there The things that I want To be in the universe So that they come back The way that I put them out there But I think it stems From a place of low Low self-esteem Of hurt Of you know what I'm saying Like like not being assured Of himself So I don't know If he went to some camp Or if he got some Sports psychologist If he got a You know what I'm saying Whatever he got His mama said Hey boy you tripping Like whatever happened He talked to the elder or Something he saw Black Panther I don't know what it was That happened to him But I think he was like, Oh, you know what? I can control this. I'm a king. I'm a king. You know what I'm saying? I've been King James. So why why would I not be? You yep. know, because it went, again, you can see it. When a dude doesn't shake hands and he pouts off the court and he tells the media y'all gonna be your miserable lives. And I mean, a lot happened. People burn his jersey. You know, he had a lot of things happen to him. For sure. This is not Jesus persecution, but it's you know athlete and, and pride persecution. A,
1: it can't make anyone feel good watching your jersey get
0: burned. Right, bro. That that doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? So I think that in that situation. Now, again, if he is truly feeling good and free from the worries of press, of fans, of people, of of uh, critics, then I think that's a healthy place to be. I'm in a place in my life where like, yo, I'm not apologizing anymore for taking the stances that I take. I'm not apologizing for people not rocking with me. I'm not trying to keep fake friends. I'm not trying to appease Whoever the SBC or this, you know, know, we've had personal conversations, you know, people that listen to the show. I'm not trying to appease institutions for the sake of them writing me a check or them to be feeling like I'm safe or like, bro, I'm done with that. I got kids I got to raise and I got to instill values in them.
1: Absolutely. You know what I'm
0: saying? So I don't, you know, my mind, I'm not saying mine is different than than necessarily LeBron's, but I'm like, bro, like I've been like this and it's just ramped up even more recently in the last two years. You know what I mean?
1: Because I do see positive, there's a positive spin on being able and being in a position where you can frame your narrative, right? Like, for sure, that only comes to those who claim it and are winning
0: in some sense. Yeah. Um, There's I've, a therapy called narrative therapy where you write your narrative and you live out that thing,
1: and it, and it can be positive or negative depending on if you make yourself the victim or if you make yourself the like the actor yeah, at, yeah. At, yeah. taking the wins and losses. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and that's one thing that I think kanye has grabbed a hold of is he's spinning a narrative where he doesn't want to see himself as the victim mm-hmm. but won't take responsibility yeah. for the action so it's just yeah. like well 400 years of slavery y'all should have done something yeah we aren't this weak people we mm-hmm.
0: could have you could have done something well get shot down exactly you got holes and axes and, and they're gonna come with gatling guns and lay y'all down and it's that's the end of that
1: it's it's a nice fairy tale to believe that people did have the means with which they could have freed themselves. And I think he generally wants to believe that people can free themselves from these bonds that hold them in various means. And unfortunately I think he is going about that in the wrong way.
0: Yeah. And again, if you if he, if he's trying to use the analogy of mental slavery and that's the reason, like you're not even making sense. You're saying people, Sounds like a choice to me. 400 years of slavery and then mental slavery. Dude, those aren't even the same things. Real chains, real dogs, real guns, real militias, real outnumbered when it comes to the weapon Like if that was the case of Native Americans, if it was just a mind over matter, the Native Americans wouldn't have got slaughtered. They got slaughtered because they didn't have guns. And it, this sounds like the kind of the same, like,
1: uh, I don't know the right word, but mm-hmm. like, religious belief that mm. one of my buddies got on this years and years ago where he would like tell me like i can make this table like mm-hmm. uh like float yeah, if yeah. i wanted to yeah, i can yeah. throw this ball across and with my like positive thought and and seeing it happen i can like i can throw this paper towel around a corner into the trash can and, yeah and it'll just happen it's mm, like, nah, dude. Right. No, that's not, how not in any works. world. How physics works. Yeah. Not in any world. Yeah. Is that real? Like I appreciate you, the desire you have to say, I want to start controlling my life. Mm-hmm. Everything else has controlled my life to this point. I yeah. want to start controlling it. Yeah. I think that's a good thought. It is. But the delusion that you can control everyone else and right. their thought process and the laws of gravity
0: and all these other things that do
1: play and affect us
0: is stupid. If you feel like these people that came in chains could have just been like, yo, we're free, let's be free, I'm out of here, and they could have just walked off or had an insurrection or did anything things that all ended in failure, you know what I'm saying, like whether it was John Brown or whoever, you know what I'm saying, those things didn't work. Unless you had stockpile on stockpile on stockpile and every one million of those slaves had a weapon to shoot back at, it wasn't going to happen. For sure. So it's not the idea that mental slavery kept these people there. It was a lot of slaves that probably uh, what we say now is called, um, oh, I can't think of the phrase, basically when you're having an out-of-body experience. So a lot of people that experience trauma say they were getting sexually abused as a kid. Their their uh, minds can be out of the space in which their body is being abused. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't know why I can't think of the term right now. Uh, dissociation, right? So if, if if I'm getting physically abused, verbally abused, sexually abused as a child or an adult, I can disassociate from that actual thing and not even be in that moment when it's happening to me. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So oftentimes, some of the stuff I read from slave narratives or whatever, there were people that were either getting licks and lashes from getting whipped, getting beat, getting raped, but their minds were elsewhere. It's almost like people say they're in prison, but their minds are free. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So there's a potentially yeah, there may have been some slaves that had that that mental dissociation, right? But they weren't going to be go they weren't going to be able to go anywhere, whether they were mentally free or not. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't like if I'm in jail, I can't get out of that. Yep. So
1: what is you know, for me as a normal person? Mm-hmm. Watching Kanye listening to all these things that Kanye's doing, putting out poop Peaty, scoop songs and like mm-hmm. saying this thing about slavery and you know getting into this opioid opioid thing that we're about to get into mm-hmm. what is what it, like how should we as a people be digesting what Kanye is doing, and mm-hmm. like how do we as a people like what's the win here mm-hmm. for anybody yeah. like that's just listening as normal like us?
0: I think the win is no longer being under the um, uh, sp- you guys can't see me, but I'm sprinkling pixie dust. Right, being under the the what is the word I want to use? Like the I don't know the false idea that these people that have platforms have it all together, know it all, make sense, are people we need to follow after. Couldn't agree more. Yeah,
1: yeah. The idol making idols right. out of these famous people for the sake that they did one thing good in their right, life. Right, right. They were talented at one. Just because they can th- rap doesn't make them thinkers, bro. Right. And, and we should be more careful to give anybody for that matter, Mm -hmm. the ability to tell us what is true. There've been a lot of really, really smart people. Generally, they wrote these ideas down in books Mm -hmm. that we should go to and we should digest and apply those thoughts to our lives. But giving Kanye West or LeBron James or Donald Trump or fill in the blank with whoever we've idolized because of their success in one area mm-hmm. of life
0: mm-hmm. is is killing us bro i i at 19 years old entered into the recording industry right yep i have seen from secular quote-unquote music to christian hip-hop artists that because they do this thing well which is rap people give them platforms and opportunities to do all kind of stuff r kelly A couple months ago, last year, I think late last year, was accused of having a sex ring in his house or whatever where he was supposedly mentoring these young women to sing and giving them careers. And and adults were allowing their daughters to go and be in R. Kelly's singing camp. When I say how stupid can you be as a human being? to know somebody's track record, to know that this dude married Aaliyah when she was 15 years old, to know that he got accused of pissing on a little girl, you know what I'm saying? To all of these things, to uh, to voluntarily give your daughters over to this guy for the sake of them having a career. This is the point I'm making when people can see somebody's life and the totality of what they've done up until this point and still fall into the trap and still believe because they can sing well that they are safe and people you need to trust your daughters with. Bro, where where are we as human beings, bro?
1: Uh, yeah uh we become enslaved bro
0: i've seen people give their pulpits to people that rap just because they rap they must know something i'm like what the what did he just say and you just voluntarily let your people quote unquote that you're the shepherd over hear this nonsense that just came out of this dude's mouth
1: well and it's funny right like influence is the new currency in this world yeah and so anybody like I I honestly believe this no matter the shenanigans that Kanye just said mm-hmm. if Kanye showed up at any church or any political rally mm-hmm. or anything just to be associated with Kanye West even today yeah yeah most people would hand over whatever yeah. influence they have to lead a certain group of people to say oh I'll co-sign with you I'll co-sign you if
0: you will co-sign me yeah 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 which is it's, it's so a sad, sad bro. bro. It's a crazy place to be, man. And again, the take home is like, man, please monitor your influences. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, let stuff sit. What it is, man. I can listen to Jesus walks and be like, bro, Kanye was ahead of his time, right? At that time, the For stuff sure. he was saying, bro, in that song, I'm like, bro, it's not sacrilegious. It's not crazy. He's like, bro, like, now if he literally if him and, and Jesus have a relationship, I'm not 100 sure. But listening to the lyrics and the things that he said, I'm like, oh, okay. But to listen to now and be like, yo, like yo, after I've rocked with you for some time, yeah, bro, like I think you just might have said some profound things there, and that just was a one off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: you got lucky. You got lucky.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You said some truths that happened that happened to be true. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Based on some knowledge that you had on, on growing up or whatever for your sure. experience may be. So we have to be mindful of who we allow to influence us.
1: Absolutely, and know that these people are, you know, still trying to find what's true for them. Like yeah. you look at Vinci who just, yeah. you know wildly successful edm yep. artist yep had everything at his fingertips could produce and create music for any artist he so chose yeah and he was just like i just can't do this life yeah and just killed himself yeah it's like it's crazy bro Done, bro and so yeah i i couldn't agree more i think the caddy for all of us uh is protect your influences mm-hmm. and kanye west man
0: i think you need to go you know pull a Chappelle and just disappear for Bro. five years Bro, i'm trying to think of somebody that i i can relate to or relate this to that we knew was crazy who recently because of drugs you're like oh oh um uh orlando the dude from um uh that's a so raven isn't orlando something is it orlando brown you know what i'm talking about nah you ever see that's a so raven a long time ago so the, the young black dude that was with that dude has like been in the news recently, like for the last three or four years, he's obviously on drugs. And I was, he got arrested by some dog on dog, the bounty hunters the other day, because he had a warrant in L.A. and ran from his warrant. But like you can see him on social media and in the news saying the most crazy stuff, doing the most crazy And like, bro, like, oh, yeah, he's clearly tripping. But because we got Kanye and he did something great. Like, you know, he Orlando, whatever his name is, that's a raven. So when he does crazy and becomes a crackhead, he's like, oh, okay, he's tripping. But because Kanye did these things and we're like, yo, this was so great, we give him more credence than we should. You know what I'm saying? And that's like we can't do that, bro. Like, it's not a thing. I feel you. Yeah.
1: All right, y'all. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about dudes dieting and apparently
0: Kanye's <laughs> opioid addiction. We'll be right back. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us after the break. Um... You know, hopefully you don't think we're being too hard on Kanye. I'm really being hard on you as a listener. If this guy has your hero and you've put him on a pedestal where you are like, I'm gonna model my life after Kanye, this is the point where you hop off. That train has, has derailed. And you're in the back train and you have an opportunity to jump off before it's too late. All right. And you can get back on the train. You can get you can get back on. There may be a point in time where you should. Right now it's not the time. No, nope. The building is burning. The house is on fire. Get out. Ship's sinking. <laughs> ship sinking. the ship is sinking. He's Titanic right now. So we talk a lot about people making decisions under the influence. Kanye wants to say that the reason why he did the things that he did is because he was under the influence of an opioid addiction, which I'm assuming he's saying clearly is not the case now. Doesn't sound like it, but y'all judge for yourself.
2: I was drugged the fuck out, bro. I was drugged out. I was on opioids. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm uh, I'm in the hospital, right? I'm taking two, hey, everyone listen to this, please. Two days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction. Because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then driving to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask my boy, uh, you know, to, to hand me if it's, uh, you know, we on tour, give me some weed, blah, blah, blah. So he had to go give me the opioids. And there was talks amongst co- my camp. Like yeah, pills, yeah, pills, now? pills right? So, so when he handed to me, this to me, he said, You know, this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in the Apparently, hospital. His
1: boy's a hospital. I was taking too. two right, right. pills <laughs> a day at that time. And a philosopher. <laughs> when doctor I left
2: philosopher. the hospital, how many genius. pills do you think I was given? Seven. I went from taking two pills. To take seven,
0: seven opiates. They gave him seven pills for something else.
2: So the reason why I did She's not drop those sweets and everything, because I was a, drugged the, the fuck
1: a million out, other things too bro. For what? For what, bro? And I'm not you drugged out. This, these pills that you they want me to, to take pills. three
2: of a day, I take one a week maybe, two a week. Are Y'all had me scared of myself, it? of my vision. So I took some pills so I wouldn't go to the hospital and prove everyone right.
0: All right. So, so eventually we got to talk about dieting. We definitely will talk about dieting, but, but it, it's a segue. It, it starts off with the pills okay. because of the liposuction, right? Right. Be- and I think that's where we can start, right? Because I think we
1: need to uh, like acknowledge as dudes mm-hmm. that we care a lot about yeah. what we look like. We do. No dude likes to admit it. Yeah. It's not the thing. We. Dudes like to drink beer. Mm -hmm. Dudes like to do a lot of crappy things to their body. But deep down inside, they care a lot about what they look like and how they're perceived. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, Mm -hmm. TMZ got to Kanye West Mm -hmm. enough Mm -hmm.
0: that he decided he needed liposuction. After he saw his brother-in-law have to scuttle off because he was too fat to be at a wedding.
1: He is literally going to marry, you know, arguably one of the five most beautiful women Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And he is sitting here worrying about what I think and what TMZ thinks mm-hmm. about how fat
0: he is. Correct, that's what he says.
1: That is the most unbelievable statement I could ever think of.
0: I am so fat that this, in your, in your words, top five woman, right is going to marry me, I'm gonna get lipo. I'm going to get lipo. If I hear one of my friends say, hey man, I'm gonna get lipo and I'm not morbidly obese, I'm slapping fire out of them. Like, I, we're not gonna. I'm gonna slap you. I'm not gonna apologize. I'm gonna sit you down, and we're gonna have a real conversation. If you don't have a problem with your thyroid gland, if you haven't been like obese for a long time, and this is a a, a not necessarily a quick fix, but I mean, I've known people that were heavy set to get this you know you make the stomachs tighter, or smaller, liposuctions, whatever, because it's. I mean, it would probably take way more money and way more time, and you in the process of maybe dying. You know what I'm saying? Because you're you're overweight, right? You're right. killing yourself, right? So that's. A surgery that's, you know, not... What do they call it when it's not necessary? Like, it's not plastic surgery, but it's another term. I forget when insurances don't want to pay for it or whatever. It's a procedure, a medical procedure. That's not necessarily something that would be covered by insurance, but it's necessary because you're overweight, right? Yeah. That's a totally different thing than saying, I feel like TMZ is going to talk bad about me, so I'm going to get some liposuction. Like, that's that's... We're not... Do do some sit ups, do some push ups. You can afford a trainer. Dude, these actors broke up for movies and lose weight. You see Matthew McConaughey in, um, uh Dallas Buyers Club when he was skinnier than me, bro, bro. And he looks right back regular. He he dropped the weight for the role and he looks right back regular. So whoever he had, Kanye should hire that dude. Like, hey, I need to be a skeleton. I got you, bro.
1: And he doesn't need uh, and he doesn't need to take Oxycontin. Yeah. After the fact,
0: I'm like, what pain did he have? What pain did he have post liposurgery that he needed opioids, bro? Right. And so, popsicles and ice, bro. We'll we'll take two minutes and
1: talk about victim's mentality. Yeah. Like, this is like the perfect statement to me that just drives me up a wall. And when I, I, and a lot of guys I know do this where they take, they want to place the blame for bad decisions on a million other people rather than owning it themselves. Yeah. 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 Man, the F up. Yeah. And be like, I got to lose some weight. Yeah. I'm conscious, I'm conscious of the fact that I do feel overweight. Okay, do something about it. Yeah. But when you make a bad decision, like doing lipo, don't turn around and be like, It's y'all's fault right. that I'm addicted to opioids. Yes. No?
0: Yes. And there, it's y'all's fault that I got the lipo.
1: Like, no, there's you didn't have to get the lipo. Yeah. And two, you should have put someone in control of the pain meds that yeah. you were taking. Yeah. 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 So that you didn't become addicted to them.
0: Your bad habits and bad eating led to you gaining whatever mysterious weight that you felt you had, right? That led to you getting lipo. Your mother died as a result of getting liposuction. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. That's how his mom died. She died on the table. Wow. Getting a plastic surgery that Kanye probably paid for. That's what hit him so hard and wildly. Why was so you know what I'm saying, such a thing for him.
1: Man, I did not know that. Yeah, bro. Bro, that's crazy,
0: bro. There's no way you could touch me with a ten foot pole with any of those instruments. If that's what took my mom out,
1: yeah. Come on, dog. Yeah, there's Come on, there's bro. a whole other yes. rabbit hole. of yes. What are you are you trying to kill yourself, bro. bro? Situation, yeah. But everybody that gets their tonsils taken out, yeah. ends up taking some sort of pain meds. Yeah. And every one of those doctors hands it to the parents most yeah. likely and says, "This is your. This is how much you have. Yeah. Wean yourself off by the end of this bottle." Yeah. So that you don't have to be on, like, so you don't become addicted. Yeah. And don't let the kids have access to these because yep. they are addictive yeah. by the very nature yeah. Yeah. of
0: an opioid. Yeah. It's not that hard. Bro, and we know now, maybe, I don't know when it's, well, I don't know how long they've been married. But I will give him a little bit of credit because we know now the opioid epidemic is a real thing because the president says it's a real thing. When bros was off of crack and weed and heroin, it wasn't a big deal. Not weed, heroin and crack, it wasn't a big deal. Not it this random population that's addicted to opioids is dying by the hundreds it's you know no political stuff we'll save that for another show but the idea is like man like hey whatever doctor he had it's like my you know michael jackson's doctor hey Leah you want to you want to get high before you go to sleep let me give you this you know what I'm saying? Turn it up, now you don't wake up. So it's like, bro, like, nobody in this dude's camp was like, yo, these opioids ain't a good thing. The doctor didn't have his back. He shouldn't have been getting the lipo. He shouldn't have been eating the trash he was eating the weight. Bro, you have enough money where you can afford a personal trainer. And I feel like you could have got a personal trainer post the wedding or even pre the wedding, whatever the case may be, and you didn't have to do lipo. Like, it's an easy, rich way out, right? That's the problem. You got addicted to opioids because you made a bad decision and a series of bad decisions that got you in a place you got, you're into now. And don't think just because it's Kanye that can ha- I know a guy who got addicted to opioids because he-, because he got his tooth pulled. Regular dude, I saw him as a client. He got his tooth pulled. They gave him these opioids. He was like, yo, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. Life ruined. So it can happen to anybody. You for have sure. to be careful with this stuff. You do.
1: You do. We shouldn't be dismissive of it. But you should have people caring for you that can control your consumption yeah. of addictive yes, drugs. Yes, yes. Okay, let's deal with the dieting thing now. Let's get to because it, bro. The, I think it's a huge problem mm-hmm. facing dudes, and something that we don't talk about is yeah. the self-image and how we are going to attain the best version of ourselves. Yes. And there are diets. There's always the new fad diet. Yeah. There's always the new thing. Apparently, Kanye's is lipo, doing lipo. The <laughs> the diet currently. Yes. I don't know if you've seen this. Is I, the ke- uh, keto 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 I know diet? Doing keto. So yeah. do I. I yeah. know. I found out about it because yeah. uh, a friend of mine started doing it, dr- yeah. has dropped like twenty or thirty pounds. Yeah. What is your feeling about, you know, the keto diet specifically, mm-hmm. but just these fad diets, the quick loss yeah. diets in general,
0: and 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 kind of the toll it takes on people? I think it's. I think. I'ma stop saying that, right? I, I told myself no more I think. It's like a stop saying at the end of at what was it that I was season one or season two I was giving myself uh at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So no more I think. The problem with these things are people want to cover up bad mistakes with fad stuff. Whether it's a shake weight. Well, that's not really. That was a different situation. <laughs> whether it's a shake to lose weight, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a keto diet, whether it's a slim fast, whether it's a, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Vegan situation. You know what I'm saying? Vegan, I think I have a lot more respect for. Well, I mean, keto's fine. The thing is, there are people that do these things because they realize their lifestyle needs to change. And there's people that are in for quick fixes. Right. Yes. Give you an example. Women getting slim for weddings and then putting that weight right back on as soon as the honeymoon is over, right? Yep. So your only intention was to look slim, be pretty, be in this dress so all your friends could see it and be like, oh, you you know, you were so hot. And then the husband that you got excited, like, oh, she about to be this forever? Then three weeks later, it's all back. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Again, there are people out there that have real, real weight loss issues. They have thyroid glands, that are out of control, out of, but most of our thyroids is in our mouth. The gland—that's the gland—that's the problem. Our taste buds, right? And so people want to cover up that stuff. You want to drink what you want to drink, eat what you want to drink, or eat what you want to eat, and then go on this fad, and then do your body terrible. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to have the discipline that comes with a healthy lifestyle.
1: Absolutely. I th- I think that again, we don't guys don't talk about mm-hmm. the, their the things that they're self conscious about, yeah. and so it just they find quick quick ways to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually creating the long term change, yep. like, and I think the keto diet is like, it, it makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. And I and I'm all, I shouldn't like front like yeah. three years ago I left a bad situation, job wise culturally i wasn't eating right i was Mm -hmm. spending three hours in the car i remember and i I was a fat version of
0: myself those those biscuits bro Bro,
1: there was this place called the biscuit barn and Mm -hmm. it was my opioid that's it bro like it was my happy pill i made my hour and a half trek north of atlanta yep i'm gonna eat this delicious (laughs) cheesy biscuit and gain a spare tire and absolutely (laughs) and you know what like I left that situation and I was like, I want to be healthy mm-hmm. and I want to be a healthier version of myself. And I changed and I did actually do something along the lines of the keto diet, basically just cut out all grain, like mm-hmm. all like Carbs breads and breads and, yeah, yeah. and breads and beers. Basically, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, yeah. I'm do a lot of this and I'm going to stop doing this. And I yeah. immediately lost a bunch of weight. But, you know, a couple, a couple months later, I started doing drinking beer again, yeah. eating bread again and it like came all back yeah. and it was just like no like to your point it needed to be it was something i was self-conscious of. I talked about it with my wife and i was like this is something i'm super serious about and so we as a family made mm-hmm. a decision to be like just change our eating habits. Yeah. And from that point on, you know, there's been a lot of like good like positive success in one losing weight but two like finding a healthy version in self self ident or self uh, confidence in mm-hmm. what I look like. Yeah. And, you know, am I as skinny as I was right when I lost weight? No, but that's not a reasonable yeah. place for me to live yeah. every single day. Yeah, yeah. Am I working out? Am I eating healthy? Whatever that shakes out to be, yeah. I think we as guys need to be okay with that. We're right. not all going to be movie stars, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, whoever the dudes, your wife is like... Yes, yes. Googling at night, like... I'll punch Idris
0: Albert in his face <laughs> as soon as I see him. So
1: I think... We as men need to sit down with other dudes and be mm-hmm. like and, and just have the awkward vulnerable conversation of man like I want to change my lifestyle. I want to be different. I want to I want to get in shape. But I've had more friends do the like, you know, the count your ca- count your calories mm-hmm. for the day yeah. thing. They do it for 6 months, they lose a bunch of weight, and then after that they yeah. just hop back right yeah. back on the train.
0: People in that situation don't want to do what it takes to have that life consistency. They want to quickly repair the damage that they've done over time, right? Cause you don't just wake up one day and you're ten pounds, fifteen pounds, twenty pounds, thirty pounds heavier. For sure. It's over time. And we live in this microwave popcorn generation where it's like, yo, quick fix, quick, quick, quick fix. Surgery, you know, do these diets, blah, 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 blah lose the weight, uh, staple my stomach, you know, whatever, and then still want to eat like crazy, still want to do the thing, still want it. you still want to. In, in, enjoy and indulge in the saturated fats and the beers and all this other stuff and I'm like man like you can't have your cake and eat it too right you know what I'm saying and I, you know, people say oh John you're skinny but I'm like yeah I am but I can have a heart attack at any moment in time when I realized being skinny was not a get out of heart attack free past was when uh, remember you know Siskel and Ebert yeah I think I can't remember if Sis- Siskel was the skinny one okay. and he died before Ebert And I think Ebert died because he had a cancer or something in his jaw or something like that. Cisco was a skinny dude, but I'm like, all this butter popcorn he was eating at the movie premieres took that dude out. And I realized at that point, like, yo, you still have to be just as responsible for your intake as a non-obese person, as somebody that's fighting, with, you know, battling with weight gain and loss.
1: And I I think part of this, and like, it was a joke when we were talking pre-show, like, Mm -hmm. I want to talk dieting, I want to talk bathroom selfies, Mm -hmm. because I feel like they go hand in hand, like... If you're the dude at the gym snapping selfies yep. of you working out or you're in the bathroom snapping selfies, I just, for 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 me, like, I guess maybe I'm biased or I just am quick to judge, but mm-hmm. I'm like, who are you taking that for?
0: I don't know, bro. The gram or yourself. Are you going to come home later and be like, I love you so much?
1: Like, it just seems... Like, oh, this is this is your motivation to yeah. lose weight. Like, I feel yeah. like you need to find a greater motivation. A greater motivation than the angles of the bathroom selfie, bro. And, and people's
0: applause yeah. of you look so great. Yeah. Because to be honest, people don't give a damn. They don't care, bro. They don't care. Once you croak because you had one too many, I don't know, whatever burger, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the end of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was a good guy. R.I.P. He left too soon. <laughs> He had to have them. Them burgers. Stick it you on know? the back of my car. That's it. And it's and it's it's a, it's problematic, bro. Like if if you are a dude in the gym, like I, the guys that stand in front of the mirror. Like I found myself doing that a while ago. Like, oh, why are we doing this? Why am I looking in the mirror while I'm curling these 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 dumbbells? You're
1: checking your form, bro.
0: I wasn't I was looking at myself, you know what I'm saying, so maybe it started as checking form for somebody, but I like you find yourself gravitating to that mirror in front of the dumbbell bench, right because that's what dudes are doing. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like I need to do my reps, I can look down and check my form, I can get my stance right, I can breathe properly, and I don't need the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, So whoever put the mirror in the gym knew that vanity was the thing. And I heard they put funhouse mirrors and stuff because I'd be looking at myself some something like, yo, I'm hella swole right now. Yeah. I've only been back to the gym for two weeks, so that's impossible. But something about this mirror is making me feel a certain way right now. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, we're good. But I think the matter is, man, like you're saying, is that, man, as dudes, we have to be honest with ourselves and know it's almost like, um, and I'm sure you've met guys, you know, in college and after college or whatever, that it was all about, like, I'm getting this pump on so that I can take my shirt off when I get to the beach. It's the same guy that's in the mirror taking the selfies and either sending them to some chicks or putting them on social media or whatever. Like, bro, like, your self-esteem is shot. Like, if you have to tell people you're lifting weights, if you have to show people selfies and go on social media saying, look look at me, gym flow, you already lost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're already doing it for the wrong reasons.
1: And I I think that, unfortunately, like, if you're that guy and you're like, man, y'all are just haters, Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe, like, it... My addiction is different. Like my addiction is I hate sitting in silence mm-hmm. and like that silence drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I And I medicate that with put having TV on mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And the best thing for me, like on a consistent basis is like hit a certain point at, the, at night and like read books. Yeah. And I I live such a healthier life when I don't let all of the noise consistently Mm -hmm. come in. Mm -hmm. And that's my thing. That's my, like, struggle. And I hate it. It's a struggle. Every night I'm like, I want to watch the newest, like, you know, Westworld, Westworld. whatever thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want to, like, stay on top of things. Mm -hmm. It's the industry I'm in, so, like, I want to be able to talk. It's all freaking excuses. But that's my thing. If your thing is, I genuinely believe that if your thing is, like, I, I want to work out and I want to post these selfies because it, it, it gives me this high of like accomplishing something like it, it doesn't, it'll never be enough and right. you'll have to do it all the time until yeah. one day you'll take the next step of whether it be taking steroids mm-hmm. or whether it be, you know, uh, having an eating, adi- eating yeah, addiction yeah. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's just cause yeah. it. It, it's never going to be enough.
0: Bro, I saw a, a TV show while... You know, I'm a therapist, so I watch all these addiction shows and whatever. This dude got calf muscle implants.
1: The MTV... Are you talking about the MTV show? It might have been
0: an MTV show. Yeah, I, re- I remember, you remember watching that, that MTV bro.
1: show where this dude got bro. calf implants. Bro. How
0: low on the totem pole of self-esteem are you when you're getting calf implants, bro? Like, body dysmorphia. like, And that's the thing, too. Like, yo, if there's people... If you're listening and you you can google it look it up yourself and see what the the symptoms of a body mis- dysmorphia i feel like this dude and a dude like that is a prime candidate for a mental health disorder like body dysmorphia bro like calf muscle implants bro which that body dysmorphia
1: mm-hmm. i don't know what it means it basically means you just you see your body differently than not different than
0: reality right right right, okay. right. It, could, it could be the same as people that are bulimic or anorexic that feel that they're fat and overweight when okay. they weigh 105 pounds you know right. what i'm saying okay cool i'm just making sure yeah yeah so the idea is like man like if you're a dude and not saying that dude shouldn't struggle with that dudes can struggle with anything but the idea is like man if you're willing to, to get calf implants i would say like peck implants or something get something that's gonna make you you know what i'm saying look good in a suit bro calf like you have somebody in this man's life broke him down and was like yo them sticks at the end of your waist are terrible. And he was like, I will never in my life ever again be accused of having skinny legs and got calf implants. Bro, you're tripping. Do some do some, I don't know, some squats, you know what I'm saying? Do some calf, calf raises. raises. Come on, bro. Jinx, you know what I'm saying? There's a million exercises you can do to get your calves on swole.
1: Absolutely. So here's okay, so we've 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 spent, you know, twenty minutes railing on the dude who's taking selfie's uh, in the bathroom and, you know, working out for potentially the wrong reasons. Like what, what are ways that dudes can develop that positive self-image mm-hmm. that doesn't, that are not based on, you know, the quick weight loss or the quick satisfaction of like working out and posting a
0: picture right after when you're still swole? I don't know if this requires the help of a therapist or not, but I think it's, it starts with building positive self-image. We talked about it early in the show, narrative, building a narrative, what you want to be, bro. I'm skinny, bro. And I, I, I don't particularly care for my size because I want dudes to feel like they just can't run up on me. <laughs> sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my only motivation for getting swole. Like, I'm sure my wife would like it too, but I just want to do to think twice about running up on me. Sure, like, sure. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think because of me understanding and creating a narrative for myself where these are the things I'm trying to be known for, a good father, a good husband, a wise man, blah, 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 blah. The skinniness is just what it is because mm-hmm. I know I can do something I've been weights that I have. not I've been 170, 160 when I my normal body weight is like 145 like I've done that yeah I can do that again but once I realized like yo like this requires so much so much eating so much calories so much time in the gym that I'm not enjoying the other things that I like to do I was like yo this that's not really what I want you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so it's evaluating what you want out of life who you want to be what you want to look like what your narrative is and being satisfied and if it's what you want to look like is who you look like who God God created you in the image of, unfortunately, the DNA from your parents is what you're going to look like. Once you're satisfied in that and once you're able to control that LeBron narrative and make it what you want it to be, then you can find peace in yourself. Is that, is is that? Yeah,
1: no. And The only thing I would add, Mm -hmm. and I think it is, I think you do need the help of someone, whether it's a good friend or someone that you're paying just to be like, hey, I have a terrible self-image and I need to work through the root up some of the scars of past so that I can kind of start to heal in those ways, but I do think, like, as a society, the first step is getting off of social media for at least a season of time to break that bad habit, that false high that you get when you post that picture on social media, Yeah, yeah. because you do, you get likes, you think that people, by liking it, are supporting you, but so often, those likes are just Obligatory. Bro,
0: I like so many things out of obligation. Right, oh, it's your kid, crap. I guess I gotta like it.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, dudes. put my look, my wife's so hot. Like, what do I? Yeah. I get okay. Like, maybe can I agree? Do I? Is there like? A thumb glad sideways? you guys are on vacation. Yeah. like cool. So, but I do think like social media plays a huge role in so much of dude's self consciousness, mm-hmm. view of yourself, need to be something to the world, and I get it. Right, like I love that people know certain things about me and I definitely play to that on my own social media. Like I love that people know that I'm on film sets. I love that people know that I love playing golf. I love people like I play this character mm-hmm. and the thing is, and we I was talking with a buddy about this last week is we develop these characters and eventually we become a slave to that character because mm-hmm. it's actually not who we are. Yeah, yeah. It's a version of who we are and it's maybe even the best version of who we are, but In reality, that's not what we live up to or can live up to. It's a false expectation. And it eventually takes over and it starts to drive your choices of how you spend time. Mm -hmm. You don't enjoy things anymore. You do them out of obligation because people are waiting to see or you think you perceive people are waiting to see these pictures of you or Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're achieving something by posting something on social media. It's a lie that I am guilty of wholeheartedly believing Mm -hmm. and, you know, consciously trying to think through what is the best next step forward, knowing that in a lot of ways I have to be on social media for the job no, I do for Ford sure. for District or the yeah. these other things. But that doesn't mean I personally, my personal uh social media needs to play into yeah. those
0: things. Bro, and and a part of what you're saying, plus in addition to that, is like people, men, have to get to a point where satisfaction comes from within. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It has to be something that's self-driven because if it's not, you're always going to be the latest fad, the latest diet, the latest this, the latest that because you're not satisfied, you know what I'm saying, with who you are and what it is that you have to offer the world. And you're probably trying to be someone that you're not. You're probably seeing somebody else and trying to model your life after that person. You're probably trying to vicariously be some caricature that you've made up in your mind as opposed to being who you really are. And if you're not satisfied in who you are and creating a narrative and creating a story and making sure that what's coming out of you and not just social media presence is a real thing, an honest thing, a true thing, a true to you thing, then it's going to be very impossible because you're going to be chasing your tail and your tail is being trying to be like somebody else or uphold an image of somebody else and and you have to be willing to put in the work like you have to be willing to put the push back from the table. You have to be willing to stop eating the fatty sandwiches. You have to be willing to stop eating processed meat. You have to be willing to make sure that you're counting uh, the cost of this stuff that you just buy. These the ho-hos and the cupcakes and the, the sugar and the white table, you know, white sugar and the salt and the fat. Like you have to be willing to forego those things.
1: And and see them for what they are yeah. in the sense they are a drug in yeah. some ways. Yeah. Like That was my story with Biscuit Barn, dude. Uh. I love the biscuit bar and that lady was so sweet. Yeah. But like it literally was a, it became an addiction and it, it wasn't a drug in the sense of, but it it absolutely provided a sense of like happiness, Mm -hmm. false sense of happiness Mm -hmm. for that split second moment of like, all right, I earned this today. Like I earned, and I like started telling myself that and You know, I think a lot of people do that with food where it's just like our lives are so stressful. We run at such a fast pace that we find satisfaction in indulging in food. But then it's this negative feedback loop where we hate what we look like after Mm -hmm. the fact. We hate Mm -hmm. what it makes us feel like. And then we eat it again because we're stressed and we don't know how to fix the problem. We don't have time to get in the gym, exercise properly, diet properly. We don't provide ourselves that time and then it's just this dudes just, like i think women do a much better job of identifying these negative feedback loops when it mm-hmm. comes to self-image mm-hmm. dudes just they pretend like everything's okay chug beers with their with yeah. their with their boys and yeah. then they go home at night like dang i wish i didn't yep. like yep. do that to myself
0: yep. lazy bro we cannot be a culture where we're like hey because what we know about like gmos and because of what we know about like Flint, Michigan and water because of what we know about the things we put in our bodies and the amount of effort it takes to not do that. The fact that if I am want to drink milk and I want to get real milk, organic milk, it costs me seven dollars a gallon, although it'll last forever and it doesn't do my stomach the wrong way. I have to consciously make a choice to cut back on something else so that I can drink milk that I probably shouldn't be drinking as an adult anyway. But at least it'll be good for me, better for me than the stuff right. that, you know, cheaper. It costs so much more money to buy organic, to buy food. Versus this stuff that's been made in the lab. But that's a sacrifice you have to be willing to take. It's so much more work to cook a meal than to pull up in a drive through excuse me. But you have to be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, we, like, if you find yourself in a situation where you're just doing what's easiest consistently, you're gonna get the results of that.
1: Yep. Yeah, man. It just makes me think that we have to hold ourselves accountable to be more. Yeah. And us as dudes, like... Again, it's real easy just to be in this rabbit
0: hole, feel like it's up to us. We're by ourselves, and, like, that's just not the case. Bruh. And I unfollow – this is super side note, but I unfollow dudes that take too many selfies. If mm-hmm. I see – bro, if I, especially if I see a bathroom selfie, out of there. You could be my daddy. We're done, bro. <laughs> There's no more conversation being had if you're taking bathroom selfies. I, I'm not doing it, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like the, the, the social media cleanse is something that, you know yeah. – along the lines of you know we cleanse our bodies this keto diet like if you want to do the keto diet by all means but but create the real change after the fact yeah but also you know it probably is best that as
0: you go through that like you don't post about it the whole time Right, right just do it because this is something you need to do right i don't need to tell when i do something for my wife that's what i should be doing i don't need to tell the world that I told my wife I loved her today. I folded the clothes for her today. I bought no, bro, just do what you're supposed to do because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Because even in doing the right thing, you can still have the wrong motivation.
1: Hmm It's good, man..
0: My it's
1: good stuff. Hmm. Um, any last thoughts? Dieting, bathroom selfies, kanye,
0: opioids. Just we just have to be mindful about what we put in our bodies, man, and we have to do the research. We have to. I'm I'm watching Dope on Netflix. I'm watching. Uh, I posted about today. Uh, ep- series season two, episode two or episode three. There is a lot of money to be made in drugs, both legal and illegal. On both sides of that, people don't care about how these things affect you, because they're trying to get some money. We have to be careful about the foods we eat. We have to be careful about the drugs we take. We have to be careful about the water we drink. There's so many things that we need to be mindful of. I'm not saying you have to, but you can't cover up lack of being concerned about those things we ingest with a fad. Mm. It's, it just don't work out. It's not a good idea for you. Yeah, my only last thought is is that
1: be aspirational in what you do every day mm-hmm. rather than aspirational on social media. Come on, man. Like you write it down on a piece of paper that only you can see yeah. and chase those dreams. Yep. Yep. I, I think that, you know, we waste as a culture, and as a people so much time. I especially am identifying this right now, mm-hmm. wasting so much time at work on social media, caring what feedback I'm getting from different posts on different channels or whatever. And it's like, I would be so much more productive. I would have read 50 books this year mm. if I hadn't spent the time I spent checking yeah. likes yeah. Uh, on social media. Yeah,
0: yeah. And if you need to have accountability, we can't preach that enough, man. Get somebody to do this thing with you or at least to monitor you. Yep. We got apps for pornography. We got, you, you know what I'm saying? And things that send There's messages There's social media to tr- tracking apps Yeah. Now. How yeah. much time are you spending on social media? Yeah. Somebody needs to be informed and somebody needs to know. If you're out here doing fad diets, if you're out here doing apps, you're in this rabbit hole of social media, get some help with that. Yo, it's a real thing.
1: For sure. And dieting, dieting again, is another drug, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You should be talking to someone like, hey, I lost five pounds. I think it's like, here's my goal. Yeah. Here's what I want to get to. And then when you get to that goal, have someone hold you accountable that it doesn't become, oh, I feel better. Yeah. I want to lose five, 10, 15 yeah. more pounds. Yeah. Because I'm hopefully going to get the same reaction from people when they see me. Yeah, And people will tell you, yeah. you look great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, let me tell you how far I go. And then maybe I'll, I'll let y'all go. I got your ear. I have a guy that's in my life that I made me pay a certain amount of money every time he touched himself inappropriately. Right? He's a married man, but somehow, some way, he decided that touching himself was the thing he wanted to do. And I was like, bro, you're going to give me money. Like, it, I'm not going to, like, beat you or chastise you. I'm like, you're going to pay me. And he had to be honest with me and tell me when he does it or whatever. But the same thing you can do with weight. Like, yo, I've lost 20 pounds. I don't want to gain these pounds every back. We're going to the gym or wherever to the house and get on a scale. I'm going to get on a scale every week. And if I've gained the weight back or whatever, there's some, some consequences. Either mm-hmm. I'm going to pay you money or something's going to happen or whatever. It's like a swear jar. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the how deep things have to be sometimes. And.
1: Again, as guys, because we we're social, we you know how guys bond is getting together, having a beer or whatever, I've never found it more empowering than being out with a bunch of dudes and and like we're we're having a good time, everyone's gonna grab a beer or whatever, and being like "I'm just not drinking,
2: yeah,
1: like I'm gonna grab this soda water and lime, yeah. and I, it's gonna you know be the check mark, and yeah. i we can sit here and have a good time or whatever, but the empowerment of being like of, of feeling obligatory. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, I need to have a beer. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't be true to yourself and what your goals are and what you want to be pursuing and, and truly change that lifestyle. Don't look to social media for that, that quick, you know, affirmation of who you are, know who you are, tell yourself that narrative of who you want to be. And, and don't let, don't wait for people to tell you that you're becoming that. Mm -hmm. Just be that.
0: Just be it. I agree. And don't be Kanye. <laughs> by no means whatsoever. And don't be duped by Kanye-esque people.
1: That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of people that will will, will sell you mm-hmm. these very fancy words <laughs> that mean literally nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, man. Yeah. It's been good. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. I'm Dan Duncan. I'm John Parker. And, and we're here on a weekly basis uh, to help you dudes win. The occasional lady give you the playbook to uh, our souls yeah. as, as men. Hopefully, we hand you a nine iron today. If we did, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go like us on iTunes, uh, share a review, tell us what we did good, tell yeah. us what we did terrible.
0: Tell, yeah, you can rate us and it could be a one star. Well, but preferably not. I'm just saying, just give us some honest feedback. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see that one star and I'm going to roast you, but at least you can <laughs> tell me what I've done wrong and I can make some adjustments.
1: You can find us on Twitter at Dan Dunk.
0: At C John Roar S. E. E. J O N R O A R.
1: Alright, y'all. It's been real. Peace. I know that it's difficult.
2: I'm taking this paper, it's sort of habitual. I blow the residual and fucking your bitch like it's part of my ritual. Part of the visual, but money you give me a heart on a typical. I wanted a physical. A million dollars, I can't of intervals. Without it, I'm miserable. The one of our